are so many truths and so many promises in that song. That's Kim Walker Smith, center of your love. I mean, just just thinking about all of those lyrics, their truths about who he is and how steadfast he is. The skies are going to storm and the ground is going to shake, but he's going to be with you. It's Victory 91.5. We're right in the middle of Ray Haynes' teaching on Yom Kippur, but he's with us. And when we're helpless, as Kim Walker Smith was singing, he won't pull back. And this is the most amazing thing. He'll be there till the end. And I didn't know that. And that's why we are so passionate. That is why Leanne and I are so passionate about telling others about Jesus because it wasn't until 12 years ago next week over the phone somebody said here's who he is he is the only son of God and he came to give you life he came to give you life he came to give you life abundantly he came to spare your life he came to save you from eternal separation from my creator he came to take the penalty for my sin he came to take the penalty for your sin. All have sinned and fallen short of his glory. And the wages, the penalty of sin is death, eternal separation from God. But I remember that woman telling me, Jesus took your place. Jesus won't leave you. Jesus is staying through the end. Jesus is more than enough. And he's more than enough for you. If there's ever an inkling that you can do it on your own, think back on how that's gone. He is sufficient for everything. He will satisfy you. There is nothing in this world, and Leanne and I can speak to this clearly, there is nothing in this world, because we sought after everything, there is nothing in this world that will satisfy you like Jesus. Everything else will fade away. Everything else won't be enough. He is enough. And you can trust in him right now by confessing your sin, by trusting that he is who he says he is, by asking him for forgiveness and by saying, I want to follow you. You know, we had to we had to fill out a pastoral accountability form in the beginning of the year. One of the things was write down your dreams. We had to hand this in. I said, I I dream that Everybody who grew up like me, Jewish and not knowing God, would come to know Jesus as their Savior. I specifically said Cherokee County, because that's where we live. That's where we go to church. But we can speak to more people than that.
your life will never be the same when you trust in Jesus. Listen to the teachings today. Listen to how much he loves you and how all through the Old Testament, it was all about Jesus. Father, we come to you today and we pray that you move mightily yes. in the lives of people listening today, in the lives of the people we've been praying for for the last five years, the last 20 years. And that you move, Father, today in the lives of those who grew up just like me, not knowing who you are, that you would reveal yourself as the one true God, their creator, who sent Jesus for them. And they would trust in him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let it be done. Amen. Let's continue. Let's continue with the days of awe, Yom Kippur. Today is September 18th, 5779. Come on. 5779. And and now, I don't, I don't know where Ray is going here, but the title of this particular segment is The Furniture of Heaven. <laughs> And if I know any, if if I know anything about my wife, she wants to she wants to rearrange it. <laughs> I love a little seating area. Well, you know, you think about it when you arrange the furniture in your house, you do it according to what's in your heart, right? Mm. So for some, you know, the living room, it's arranged. It looks at the television. For some. Uh, it's arranged because they want to, you know, talk to each other. For some, it's just kind of a pathway through because they're going somewhere else. So heaven is the exact same way. You know, there's an agenda. Revelation, we say the word revelation, but we it's, that's just not a common word for us, really. But what he's saying is it's this book is the revealing of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's what that word means, revelation. The mm. revealing of of Jesus. So he's trying to reveal himself. So the reason we're running through Revelation today on the Day of Atonement is because that's what this whole day is about, the revealing of Jesus. The whole day is just about the revealing of Jesus. There's furnitures and individuals in heaven that coincide with the Old Testament sanctuary ceremonies. Since Jesus ascended, he's been active as the high priest interceding for us. That's what he's doing right now. And so there are eight scenes in Revelation, basically. There's four in, in the first where Satan's the battle and four where God's battling. So the first sanctuary scene you, you run into is Revelation first, one, which is introducing the seven churches. Jesus is in a garment down to his feet. And guess who else wore that? The robe used by the priests in their daily work in the sanctuary. Jesus is walking among seven golden lampstands. That's that, that lampstand that was in the sanctuary that illuminated the holy place. Not the most holy place, but where the priest would do their, their work on a daily basis. Now, the second sanctuary scene, this is Revelation 4 and 5 and specifically deals with the Day of Atonement. It introduces seven seals, begins with a door open in heaven. And this is a big one. This door is the one separating the holy place from the most holy place. Mm -hmm. That door is really a veil. All right. Mm -hmm. So when, when um, John says, I see a door open in heaven, he's looking at the veil open. And of course, he remembers it because he was actually at the cross. He would have seen it. Mm. <clears throat> the throne of God 
corresponds to the mercy seat that was on top of the Ark of the Covenant in the most holy place. So what you're seeing there is just like that song, God wants you in the center of his love. So what is Jesus doing? He's a veil making a way to the throne where his father is sitting. Mm -hmm. He opens it up. I want to give you access. Come to my father. The third sanctuary scene, Revelation 7 and 8, the seven trumpets. Jesus is taking incense from the golden altar to offer with the prayers of the saints. That's right now. On the Day of Atonement, it's when the high priest, carrying a golden censer, brings the blood of the sacrifices inside the veil on this date. This was the last opportunity for the people to afflict their souls to demonstrate their repentance and faith. But in Revelation, it's the last chance for repentance during the ministry of the two witnesses on earth. The fourth sanctuary scene, you go to Revelation 11, you see war in heaven and the oppression of the saints by the beast. The focus is on the Ark of the Covenant or the law of God as the standard of judgment. Mm. Fifth scene, Revelation 14. So we're shifting gears now. It's the vision of the 144,000, three angel messages. That's on the throne of God in the mercy seat. 16 and 15 is the seven last plagues. These are gods, not the devils. Sanctuary open, filled with smoke, no one able to enter the temple. So this represents when the high priest left the most holy place, came out of the temple, made a final atonement for himself and the people, and no longer blood, no sacrifices, no opportunity for repentance. It's the day of atonement. Mm. Seventh sanctuary scene, Revelation 19, is the second coming of Christ. It's the binding of Satan during the millennium, the final judgment. In the Old Testament day of atonement, this is when the scapegoat was taken out into the wilderness. Sacrifice was taken outside of the camp to be burned. The priests washed their clothes and bodies, came into the camp. The eighth and final scene, Revelation 21-22, is a new heaven, new earth, where the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple with men, and he will dwell with them. All of this is your day of atonement. Hmm. If, if you want to understand Revelation, read it and follow along on this blog. And it will help you greatly. Uh, coming up, more as we talk about Jesus, the great high priest. It is the Day of Atonement. It is uh, Ray Haynes teaching on Yom Kippur. Go to victory.radio, click on blog, and you can follow along. Breakfast and lunch has been...